Remember that time that Phoenix just kept turning around and not looking at them during season three? How do I remember that fucking challenge? <laughs> Don't know. Uh, because it's one of the greatest. It's <laughs> so good. Prepare to die. I'm I'm your mother and your father. You're not my mother. Yes, I am. That is so, we have crossed the continent. I, I say we've moved on to UK. And... UK, huh? Wait, was it Phoenix? I'm never okay. Hi, and welcome back to This Toxic Fandom, where we ramble for approximately 87 hours about the newest episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. We know. I have a better one for this. <laughs> Hi, and welcome back to This Toxic Fandom, where we ramble for approximately 42 looks about the newest episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 16, Episode 3, The Mother Ball. Say hi, Toxic fans. Hi! Introduce yourself, Toxic fans. Hello, everyone. It's me, your podcast dad. Your, I don't know, uh, fashion maven for the evening. I'm not that. I've never been that. I'll never be that. I'll never you be glamour. You will never be glamour. <laughs> Beat you to it, motherfucker. Um, Stephen Pope. Can I say fuck on this? <laughs> it's like my favorite cuss word. Um, anyway, yeah. The, I love this season so far. Please don't disappoint me. But someone who never disappoints, it's our beautiful co-host, David Gorin. Hi, um, I'm David Gorin. I am wearing a bunch of ties that I haven't worn since high school. <laughs> I can't believe you kept those. You know, they were like, you know that movie, um, Office Space? This was my flair. I will say, I was wondering why you had so many wide ties. Because I'm like, David's a fashion person. If these were newer ties, they'd all be like super skinny. No, no, no. These are all from like... Like, like, I mean, are you going to turn these ties into an ugly plaid skirt? Like what? Uh, <laughs> well, no, it's funny. Cause I was like, like what was like, uh, Hershey said she was going to do. No, it's funny. I was like, I was like, oh, this is kind of like what Hershey said she wanted to do, which was like the very, um, like there's a, there's a skirt right now. That's like very in fashion by this designer Chopra, uh, low, low something. It'll come to me. Um, and that's, I was like, oh, that's what she's trying to do. That's cute. Uh, but that, that then she just wore pants. Then she just wore pants. <laughs> pants. Speaking of wearing pants. Make. Speaking of wearing the pants, uh, the pants in our friendship is worn by the wonderful Miss Kayla Kleinman to my left. Yeah. Hi. Hello. Welcome back. Good to be back. In welcome, person. As I say, in person. In yeah, the room. In, in the room where it happens. I'm, I'm honored and, and thrilled. Exactly. Do you feel tied up? I, I do a bit. There's a lot going on right now. <laughs> <laughs> you are also wearing some of my ties from high school. I am also wearing some of your ties from high school, apparently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As podcasting is a audio medium, I've got them around my neck, around my waist, around my arms. They are everywhere. I'm glad someone just acknowledged it's an audio medium. It makes me so happy. I'm usually the one doing that. What is an audio medium, truly? A psychic that only talks. There you go. So. As somebody who only talks, I'm Joe Lee. Let's get into this episode. Yeah, we have so much to talk about and not enough time to do it. Yes, the mother of all balls. So, the episode starts. The queens are in the workroom. They're like, Jane, you won the lip sync. You have immunity. You're kind of vexing. Uh, <laughs> and then all of the other girls walk in. They're all, like, doing that thing where they're dressed in, like, a, a mid-tier look to, like, show off. Q's like... 
I got looks to show. Q has no mid-tier looks, I think. And Q was like, what? I got another look to show. I got looks. I got <laughs> so looks to wait, spare. Do you think they were told that they had to bring an extra look? Oh, of course. No, I think they do. I think that when you do Drag Race, you have all of your looks that you bring for runways, and then you just have a smattering of other looks for other occasions. Um, like, I think that, like, it's, like, bring all these and then bring, like, ten extra looks. Well, they do tell you, they just give you a list, and they don't always tell you, like, this is a runway, this is just for a challenge. Well, you don't, no, because no one's wasting a look they think is just a run, like, no one's, they don't tell you ever which looks are gonna just be runway looks. So, like, they're not going, well, I know the, like, Dawn's like, I know the cow look isn't gonna get used. She had multiple cow looks. Because yeah. she, didn't she walked out in a cow look? At this Don point, and then cows. she had a cow look on the thing. I guess she's the cow queen. No, that's it's Monet Exchange. Move that's Mohar. Mohar. I think I think she's coming from those crowns. Stunning. <laughs> but uh, my favorite part of this is that Mirage paints an eye on her face, where her entire eyeball is a pupil, and it's just a large black spot on her face <laughs> that has an eye around it. Like truly, she was like, "We're all showing off, and I'm gonna walk in." stupid <laughs> i mean she's doing anime eyes no because they're not like it's not she's not doing like a trixie mattel or a rock'em sakura it's just a large black it looks like she's trying to do that and doesn't know how like, <laughs> and it's so funny it kind of reminds me of when i tried to do the erica clash look and it was just a disaster from top to bottom who erica clash um new york san francisco by new york uh she rock'em sakura's uh drag sister oh yeah erica clash at demon head um I'm surprised she didn't uh, capitalize on that. There you go. Joe's never seen a movie. Anyway, um, I, I do love who Erica Clash is. Well, she was on the best season of Dragula, the only wor- season of Dragula worth watching where uh, Bitch Pudding wins. Hi, Steve. How you doing? I know you don't listen to this, but I, I hope you do. You but did Erica Clash with the rest of the Oh, no. She's a sweetheart, actually. Oh, okay. Um, I, so, so. I do Speaking love of clashing. <laughs> Speaking of clashing, I do love that they get the girls from episode one to kind of do this like we're possessing everything room mail moment before they walked in. I thought that was just so the stupid. The funniest thing about that is they had to do that before they entered. Because yeah. those yeah. were all their entrance looks. <laughs> they had no contact. I wonder if that's why Safira did her insane thing. Possibly. <laughs> like if Safira's like, I guess we're doing a haunted theme. I assume everyone's gonna do this. <laughs> Um, I also love that Tsunami was dressed as the Little Mermaid. Oh, I oh. got that too. Yeah, yeah. very, very yeah. much that. It yeah. was very pretty. Was very um, she's cute. always pretty. But no, uh, and like then the then the New York girls are all like, ah, we know each other. I know you. Plain and morphine share a drag mom, who's <laughs> apparently of. just like kind of. Mor- it seems like morphine's drag mom just like adopts random people on the street yeah um she's like she's like a random hooker from boston yeah <laughs> she just like passed by and was like you okay honey <laughs> wait is Sound that what you, is that what you think angel did in rent do you think she adopted <laughs> colin yes yes she adopted colin is that, to is the this, house of angel is this rent jr <laughs> confession the first time i saw rent i was maybe 11 12 and afterwards my mom was like do you have any questions about anything like anything you didn't understand and oh, because nice. angel and collins met when it was like dark at night i was like did collins know that angel was a boy because angel was just always in drag the rest of the show and my mom was like no he knew but he was he was okay with it 
was okay. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> he saw Angel naked at some point. Yeah. It's but in the moment, like that's the only time you see Angel not in drag until contact. Until contact. And, and so the, I was just like, huh. Were yeah. you were you seeing the movie or were you seeing No, I'm Broadway. Okay. I, I you was look double, so offended by I that. I, I'm older than you. I would have been so much, I would have been too. By the time guess, the movie came out, I was like 16, 17. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. I, also, I'm from New York. Of course I saw the show I, I, I assume you saw, she saw it on Broadway. I just know if your first exposure was like movie for some reason. No, uh, no, no, no. I don't know. Plasma kind of, they're like, who won? Jane's like, I won my group. And Morphine's like, but you don't have any talent. <laughs> and Sophia's like, I won for singing. And Plasma's like, oh, because you're a bass. And she went, I... As the only person here who doesn't do theater or anything, why is that offend? Like, because uh, Sephira was like, was like "You cunt." Because she was you like, "Monster." Man. She was like calling her out as a man. The funniest thing they was are men. what they—they—they're both men. Sure, but not a real woman either. <laughs> but uh, I think what that was you, Hamasaki, who said that. I know. Um. Anyway, the uh, I think that the funniest thing about that interaction is when she said soprano, I was six octaves range. Six octaves range is like Mariah Carey's old thing. Yeah. But Plasma says, okay, Julie Andrews, which tells you everything you need to know about her as a human being. <laughs> That's her reference point. Like, like she hears soprano and the, o- and, and large range. And she's like, ah, Julie Andrews, Julie Andrews singing La Jazz Hot in Victor Victoria. You know, something modern, something easy, something everyone knows. Something modern, Julie Andrews singing. Yeah. <laughs> Say the magic words, Julie Andrews. Oh, God. Bedazzled. Bedazzled. Yeah. I can't believe another reference. Um, so the girls are finally all together. They faff around a little bit. Everyone kikis. Uh, was this the point Megami is declared the Eeyore of drag? I wanted to discuss that. <laughs> <laughs> She's the Eeyore of Brooklyn. What? How do you take that to mean? I think it just means like she's not a downer, but you're never gonna see her celebrate. It's a weird one because like I so I knew Megami years ago when she was a lot fr- when she was like pretty fresh into drag. I think she'd been doing it for a couple years, um, and she was actively like switching between like doing drag and like taking several months off to do graphic design. Hmm. She was like hmm. still in that stage of her career. Um, like, I, when I knew Megami, she was still competing in competitions and, like, hosting at a not very, like, well-established bar. So I'm like, did she just get, like, grumpier over time? My, my <laughs> guess is that she just, like, when they say that you're of drag, that she just, like, Debbie Downers a lot. Which is not my experience with Megami as a person, but maybe it's just part of her thing like like she's the one who's like talking politically maybe she does that a lot i was gonna say also like there is a cadence to her voice that is very just like and then okay i'm sitting right here you motherfucker (laughs) hey hope you're not the eeyore of uh brooklyn you're of this podcast and we all know david's a little piglet oh dear 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 (laughs) also uh horrible i hate don so like megami didn't seem to know plasma and nymphia super well no. when they came in like the new york girls all seemed a little disparate don seems to know both plasma and megami yeah because um, like, don is madam web but and like because like nymphia i think is still very new to new york uh that's uh like i think she had said she moved she there, like, moved in there the last, last year, year or so yeah. it sounded like um, god she's so 
I found uh, out she lived in Mid- Medway for a while um, in England. So uh, yeah, R- River, River Medway posted a photo with her in Nymphia. Aw, River. Uh, I forgot about River. I huh. love River. Um, <laughs> but, uh... Wow. <laughs> um, and then, so the next day in the workroom, we have two boxes, and it's time to play everyone's favorite game. Can and Safira Vera and also Plasma. Plain Jane oh, open a box? <laughs> yeah, they're not wearing nails, so it's easy this Can time. Can she yeah. open a box? Um, and in the box, we have the immunity potion. Yes. Which are themed after uh, Death Becomes Her. Yes. Which is cute. Oh, I... I, I... You thought it was... Uh... Yeah, I thought so. Which, which they would never know because they didn't know who Yzma was. Anyway. Um, He's mine. When um, <laughs> when, uh, when RuPaul comes in to explain how the immunity works, it's not only that you can use it for yourself, you can give it to somebody. Which yeah. is such a which good twist. I'm so curious how that'll Do work. Do you think that's going to happen? And is that where al- – because there's a lot of talk of alliances this episode, Ooh, yeah. and Raider Queen is going away after this episode. Yeah. Which so I it's hate. not in that sense. Oh, no. I, I love that Raider Queen's going away. I did not like Raider Queen. Really? Um, I thought it was bad every time they used it. I think it's the worst. I think Raider Queen is quite possibly one of the least well-used twists of all time. Joe, I completely is, disagree. Joe, Joe, is that the tea? And, and that's, that's- – the cue. Uh, <laughs> but I think with this potion thing, I am curious if people will use it on someone else. And it's interesting because it seems that it's happening before deliberation. So you don't even necessarily that is, know. That was and are people going to be bribing other people? If you use it on me, I bomb Snatch Game or whatever it is, I'll use mine Ooh. on you. Like, like that's one of those weird things is that on there's, there's only two immunities. I don't think we're getting another potion next week. No. No. So it's not like you're going to have... Wait, it's not an every week thing? I don't think it's an every oh, week Oh, I thing. thought it was every week it's happening until they expire. No. I, so I, oh. I, like, so I'm like, what is... How does this... How is this going to work? Because my... The thing I want to happen is I want it to be the week that they expire. And I want someone... I want, like, Saphira to still have hers. And I want her to use it on somebody. And in using it on them, who she knows is in the bottom, it pushes her to low. Oh. Like, that would be the coolest that way this could happen, but I don't... I Otherwise, because Drag Race isn't a, a game of skill, there just isn't another... Or not a game of... It's not a game of alliances. Yeah. Like, this is not Survivor. There's just not another reason to use immunity on someone else. David? Um, here's my theory, or here's my thought. I think it's funny because you kind of already said it. Sad it. You already said it. Um, I think Safira is going to use her immunity on someone else. And Plain Jane is going to use it on herself. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I, it's one of those things. I, I'm surprised Plain didn't use it this episode. Ooh. I'm surprised Plain didn't need to use it this episode. Charm. I have so many. But, um, but it's one of those things, uh, there, we then get, uh, we learn what the challenge is, which is it's going to be the mother ball. The mother so, of all balls. The mother of all balls. Which, so it's going, mm. which I hate because it's going to be so many looks. Oh, wait. One other thing, just because it had to do with the immunity potion. Oh, yeah? Um, So when we were watching it the first time, um, Plasma went, Isabella Rossellini. And I was like, that's not how you say it. And then Kayla was like, no, she's trying to say Isabella Rossellini like RuPaul is going to show up as Isabella Rossellini. You, you didn't get that? I did not get that. God bless you, Kayla. I, I figured it out. <laughs> I don't know who Isabella Rossellini is enough to know why she would appear as Isabella Rossellini. I only just uh, Wikipedia'd her last week after watching an old episode of Friends, so we are in the same boat. <laughs> Amazing. I cannot believe 
You know what? I can't. David's believe head's it. gonna explode. No. Well, I'm... it's because she's a friend. She's <laughs> not my friend. Yeah, I don't know. Her. I was just gonna say David... she's in Death Becomes Her, but thank you, David, for reminding us you have such a weird oh, life. Oh, shut up! You had dinner with her too. I did. She's lovely. David, David, that would be like no. if I was randomly referencing Amber Dietz, and you were like, I don't know who that is. She's one. She's one of my friends. Like, I think I just bought a book from her. <laughs> Lydia Dietz? No. Oh, no, it was something no. Teets. No, I mean, my friend Amber Dietz is just my friend from back home. Ah. No. Like, th- this was this was just a random human being in my life Fair. who I don't think will mind having her full name used in the podcast. Beautiful I'll text name. her after this because we're still very good <laughs> friends. But it'd be like if I just randomly was referencing any friend of mine. You're like, oh, I don't really know who that is. And I was like, yeah, they're, some, they're my yes, friend. Isabella Rossellini's an icon. Um... Yeah, but that's why you should be mad that we don't know her, not because she's your friend. No, but I'm mad because, like, like, because the, the reason why Kayla's like, oh, David's head's gonna explode is because I'm like, yeah, well, she's also, like, a friend, so it's like, of course, like, eh, never mind. <laughs> she's an icon to our generation, I don't think. She's, maybe if we were into opera. Isn't she an opera singer? No! I feel like that I would have known her even more, potentially. I... <laughs> Is she just a person? She's an actress. Is she just some lady? Blue Velvet. Blue Velvet. Oh. Tough Guys Don't Dance. I'm with you. Which is so bad. So Zelly and me. Okay. I You're just saying sounds. Okay. Now we're. <laughs> we are <laughs> not. We are not a, ro- a, a, ro- a Rosalini. An Isabella podcast. Rosalini. A Rosalini. A Rosalini podcast. Um, but David could be. I, but he literally could have her on the. I literally could have her on the podcast. She's invited to my wedding. I mean, can we get Isabella Rossellini on the podcast? <laughs> does she watch Drag Race? Defend yourself. I don't think she does. She <laughs> watch, we'll get her for just like a random episode. We'll get her for an acting challenge. I mean, yeah, she'll she'll be like one of those. I, I mean, if if we ever did Snatch Game, like that could be mine because I do an uncanny per, like an impersonation of her. She's, and Joe and I would have no clue. You'd have no clue what was going on. No. You just have to take my word for it. It would be, it would, we would be to you watching Isabella Rosalini what RuPaul was watching uh, Sugar as, uh, <laughs> wait, what the fuck was her name? Oh, Trisha God. Paytas. Trisha, yeah, yeah. Um, I think she, the, God, we are so off topic, but yeah, uh, Trisha Paytas did have Sugar and Spice on her so podcast So anyway, recently. the categories this week are going to be Mother Goose. Which is so smart. A rep... Mother Goose is literally one of the single best categories they've had in literal years. Yeah. The fact that it's wasted as part of a ball makes me angry um, in a clipped <laughs> runway. Uh, so we have Mother Goose. We have Famous Mothers, mm-hmm. which is just famous mothers from herstory. It's a lot of just random celebrities and then yeah. people you might call mother. Um, then we have um, the Mother Father Eleganza, which is going to be your ball look that you're making in the workroom out of men's clothes, which you might recognize as the challenge that uh, Melinda Virgo was iconic in on Canada's Drag Race, but I liked it more there because Brad Goreski's wardrobe is just more varied than this one. (laughs) It is funny to have those both air so close in time, and they didn't necessarily know that when they were filming, because who knows when Canada filmed the grand scheme of things. Well, I, RuPaul has no soon. idea that Canada is still happening. Yeah, RuPaul just doesn't even know that Canada. <laughs> I mean, exists. RuPaul did all of her stuff in like an hour and was like, like didn't even have to change her wig from her other confessionals. She did not know she wasn't doing confessionals for a different Drag Race spinoff. She was like, "Oh, we have another one in English. What is this one? It's probably Spain still." Who hosts it? What is it? <laughs> Where? Brooklyn? Who? Where's Canada? I think she was on a 
something I watched. Yeah. So I will say I'm not a oh, big I, fan uh, of this idea behind this idea for, uh, you know, take something weird and make an outfit out of it because I love, uh, we went to the dollar store, cleared it out, make something out of it. So we went to the grocery store, cleared it out, made something. Uh, this is make clothes out of clothes. So, it always backfires yeah. too, as we've seen Melinda Verga, mm-hmm. uh, it becomes this, you need to deconstruct the clothes so much it doesn't feel like the original thing, and that's more challenging than an unconventional. I guess that's well, fair. I think And that then you fair. end up with what happened to Hershey of... I'm wearing mm-hmm. pants. Yeah. We'll but I, one thing I do find really interesting is that you look at some of the stuff, and like, I do not think that, for example, Nymphia, I, the top she's wearing, I don't think is dramatically different from what it probably looked like she probably like changed it slightly but she's discussing that she like her top looks like it might have been an oversized men's shirt that she like made fashionable shoulders and Um, cropped it which i think i like i want to see these queens also do an unconventional materials challenge i think these queens were good enough at construction that i would like to see another design challenge you wouldn't talk to me if we got another design challenge please 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 like like i think we will well the thing to remember is that the way that drag race works is that they do the first couple challenges and they plan the rest of the season so because we have a lot of queens who can design and there's no front runners who can't Mm -hmm. like that like the thing the reason why we didn't get a second design challenge in for example season 12 is that sherry didn't do well in the design challenge and so shitty pie they have to save her. They're not going to do another design challenge, even if Gigi and Jada are both good at them. Even yeah. if you're going to get eliminated from the competition anyway. Yep. You came in 13 out of 12 girls. But yeah. Um, but One like, so queens. I do think that we might, especially when you look at things like Q and Dawn, who are both queens that they clearly really like and see something special in. Mm-hmm. I and think now Nymphia. I don't think Nymphia, it's very rare to win two design challenges unless it's All-Star 7. No, 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 but I'm just saying that, like, <laughs> I'm just saying they have yeah. multiple seamstresses. But yeah, yeah. you have as well. You have Sephira, yeah. you so have, I mean, the Madame. Top, the like, front runners are actually But, like, most of the queens constructed something pretty good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, like the, the baseline, the lows of this episode were really low, but the middles were pretty hot, middle high. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, uh, I... I do love that the entire plot of this episode is Don VQ. Oh my god! Yeah, like like, like they are the main characters. It is about which of them is go- <laughs> which of the two seamstresses of these two is going to win. Mm-hmm. And the worst part is, you can tell during their like <laughs> we're having a joke. This isn't a joke to me. I will I will destroy you. Well, they know this is their talent. Like yeah. the thing about like. Uh, we, when we were watching it, when they were doing the confessional with Rue, Q starts telling her backstory. I thought it was too soon. And I was like, no, Mm-mm. Kayla, Q's winning this episode, so she has to tell her backstory. You That's tell your so backstory when you're winning. Yeah, that... Or when you go home. But Q was set up as... Yeah. The winner. And Q... The Q, winner. Yeah. yeah. Q was prepared to win the episode, so she's like, this is when I can tell backstory so that I have, like, an arc for this episode. She was producing her yeah. own episode. Yeah. Her own win. Well, I think that everyone probably thought that Q was going to win, because I think that, from what it sounds like, Nymphia kind of came out of nowhere. Well, I don't know. I I'd so much made the Nymphia all along. Well, no, but Nymphia, so, Same. so Joel <laughs> Kim Booster tweeted, it's wild that we saw so much of Nymphia faffing around and nothing, uh, of Nymphia being annoying and nothing of her constructing the garment. Uh, it just feels like there's a lot of wasted footage out there because they didn't want to do something. And Q responded, 
in fairness, Nymphia actually did most of it in her hotel room and didn't do a lot of it in the workroom. Oh. So we didn't know that she was going to produce a great garment until the next day when she brought it in. Mm. That's shady. Not shady, it's but that's so strategic. so fucking good. Yeah, it's not shady. Yeah. It's more strategic yeah. of I'm going to hold my cards close to But that's to why me. I'm saying, like, even if I did have faith in Nymphia, she's not, like, you know, she didn't come in and say, like, Dawn, like, I design. I mean, as we said... She didn't design a lot of her stuff for the show, but she's not Don who come, came in and said, I design all of my clothes and do my makeup. She's not Q who said, I designed everything that I brought. She's someone who was just kind of like, I'm the queen of, I'm the queen of Taiwan. I, I will say, I think there's something really, yeah, she didn't mention being a seamstress. Exactly. I will say there's something really interesting to being a queen who designs all your own stuff because we have someone like Raja O'Hara who designed all of her stuff in, uh, in All Stars and it was beautiful. It was interesting. She has such a cool aesthetic and yeah, it's very clear. Yeah. But you also hear that and you go, okay, I can see that one person made all of this stuff. Mm. Like, it is shocking because it is such a high quality, but it's also a lot, so a lot of it's like simple and smart and well done in ways where I'm like, I can see Raja making. The fact that Q makes all of her stuff is insane yeah. to me when you look at the like, it looks like some of these looks would have taken weeks just to make. Yes. Well, she like, does design them. She doesn't necessarily sew or construct. She did the, share who made the uh, headpiece. Oh, okay. So she's not making. I thought she, when she was like, I made everything. And I didn't realize it was she designed everything in the look. Well, she, she still like sewed the whole bodysuit and everything. But like the headpiece was done okay. by someone else. That makes, that makes me feel better. Because, oh my God. I was like, if she made that, ha- like. If she made all of this in the time it took Lalarita, every time we do a design challenge, it's like, she made that in the time it took Lalarita glue bags to a dress. <laughs> but if she made all of this in the time <laughs> it takes most girls bag. to hire people to clue, to make these garments, I would be amazed. Yeah. Weird question, though. If Nymphia did a lot of stuff in her hotel room, you're going to know what I'm talking about. I, I instantly thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there was a season of Project <laughs> Runway Oh, where, I remember this. Yeah, where a girl got eliminated because she had a ruler in her hotel room and she measured a pair of pants. I am guessing the rules are different on RuPaul's Drag Race versus Project Runway oh, as far as the work you're allowed to bring back to your hotel room. But it's interesting because I never thought about that until now. So yeah. I think it's important to note that on Project Runway, you're create you're part of the point of Project Runway is that you're creating original patterns. Yeah. Whereas on Drag Race, you're allowed to use patterns. Yeah. Bob Bob famously packed patterns. Silky did. We've had queens deconstruct garments they brought to turn into patterns. Mm -hmm. Whereas on, yeah, Project Runway, that's part of why she got eliminated was because she used the ruler to pull from a pattern. Mm -hmm. But I also did not, I think on Project Runway, they have to keep everything in the room so that they all have exactly the same amount of time. Whereas Drag Race, they're probably like, whatever, stay up all night. Yeah, no, Drag Race, race, they're allowed to take sewing machines home. They're allowed to do these things. Like, they, they all talk every season about uh, there are queens who work through the night. I think there's there's always that point where it's either I'm just going to keep working and I'm going to make this good, or I am giving up and I'm just going to learn the lip sync song. How do you want to use your time? Yeah. yeah. Also, weird question. Do they have, like, tape on the door so, like, someone doesn't, like, sneak in their seamstress? Like, well, they, they have like tape on the my door. Washington, D.C. trip, you know? And you have tape on the door in the eighth grade when you go to Washington, D.C., and they don't want to make sure that, like, the girls aren't sneaking out to the guys' room. Yeah. Well, no, they they famously tape the doors. <laughs> they yeah. do? Yeah. You didn't know that? Because of Willem. 
I knew about the Willem thing, but, but I But, like, know. ever since that, they taped the doors. Because the girls used to be around to even, like, hang with each other. They like used to sneak out Not a in, lot. They weren't supposed to, but they did. Yeah. Um, and now th- now they tape the doors so you can't leave the room. Yeah. Um, so that anytime you leave the room, it's uh, a PA is with you. Because I think oh, wow. they, they take you out once a, once a week to, like, sun. They let, you, they let you, like, go to the pool. Um, so people will have – you're not allowed to talk, but they'll do it in pairs. So there well, are queens who talk the, about – Didn't some queens go to the movies together and they yeah. weren't allowed to talk? I think it was, like, um, it was uh, season it 10, was, maybe? No, no, no. It was season four. Uh, Latrice, Fifi uh, – actually, all the girls went to go see The Help. And they weren't allowed to talk. It was like you, they were allowed to go to the movies together, but weren't allowed to talk. That's exactly. I love so that. funny. Wait, they weren't allowed to talk to each other or to other people. In general. Yes, they, they, you're not allowed to talk. You're not. You're if you're on ice, you're on ice. Yeah, you're not allowed to talk in the van. You're not allowed to talk in the van, David. Wow. Yeah. It. They take it very seriously. I think they do anyway. Like, it's oh, one they of the, I mean, Vandy and Brooklyn had to have talked in the van and been like, "So we're gonna like, we're gonna pretend to be, we're gonna, yeah, be. we're gonna pretend." All I'm saying is that the second Gia Gunn 100 was talking in that van during All Stars. Oh, Gia Gunn was like Trinity. We're gonna pretend to do the same character. Um. Wait. So remember the um the COVID season? Yeah. Season. (laughs) You mean season 13? Yes. Um. When they like did the like little like mini documentary in the middle of the season because they needed can't hold. Good queen down. Exactly. <laughs> that was so And weird. they showed them, like, getting into the car. Into the car. They was, like, did. Didn't they do that? Did they do it? They did it after Snatch Game before we learned how they were going to resolve Snatch Game not having a thing, right? Yes. It was one of those things where it was like, this was a point. Or they did it right before Snatch Game. One they the did two, it at a yeah. point when it was like, no, I just want the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> like, stop it. Yeah. I stop remember it. that being. But I just remember they showed the car weird, and it was like. Season a condom around them and I was like I guess that would have been easy not to talk to anyone <laughs> well the, weirdly they because they were filming together uh Nicole Byer talks about how COVID, uh Drag Race is the safest set she was on during COVID times yeah I think Rue takes a very I think yeah. Rue is a big germaphobe well I, oh, absolutely. I, Rue is at least 85 years old at this point I think the 70s weren't that long ago um but the I think that uh because the queens are all secluded together they are allowed to be in a condom with each other versus they're a pod yeah yeah, yeah. they're they are a pod um that's why they become sisters q's grandma narrative is so sad i the fact yes. that the fact that her grandma inspired basically inspired her into her love of creating that led her to drag and now doesn't talk to her is just like it's sad yeah it, yeah i mean it kind of hit close to home you know I, I'm not trying to bring down the pot or anything, but I'm sure all of us had an experience with someone we were pretty tight with, and we decide, no, we're not going to just kind of be coded gay. We're going to be gay. We're gay. And it gets hard. You know, they don't want to... They don't... I don't have... Some of my family refuses to say that I have a boyfriend. I just... I have a friend. And history that, will say you're roommates. History will say we're roommates. And... It's hard. It's yeah. hard, and it made me feel for Q. And famously, I'm still the asshole who's like, but where you shot? But, you know, I yeah, have feelings yeah, too And then also, like, I mean, the other thing that I found kind of sad for a different reason was um, Hershey saying that she found drag through Tyler Perry. <laughs> that was such an interesting thing. I, I kind of love that. I think that there's probably a lot more of that than you think. Yeah. That's oh, the absolutely. first time seeing... 
It's like a lot of people find drag through like yeah. Mrs. Doubtfire. True. Yeah. 100%. Um, well, I mean, I just thought it was funny because like, I feel, isn't Tyler Perry like very Christian? Yeah. But I don't, but I think he's, I think Tyler Perry's typically a net good in society. Yeah, I feel, okay. I feel like, like, like I'm pretty sure Tyler Perry, thing. like Tyler Perry is like the reason Taraji P. Henson's booking rate is what it is. Um, like he, he uses his platform a lot for good. I don't know that he's, I don't know that if he is like the gay most friendly. ally, but I don't think he's gay. I don't think he's not. I don't think, I think yeah, he's gay. Fr- I don't think he's yeah. gay. Uh, whatever the opposite of I don't think he's, is. yeah. I don't, I don't think, think he's angry. homophobic. Yeah. No, I wanted, I wanted something that was, uh, cheerier than that. But yeah, yeah. I don't think. <laughs> That's, no, the thing is, I feel like I was, to- I feel like I've heard that he's not the biggest ally. So that's why I find that interesting. Um, well, but it ne- makes sense. I mean, like, neither, it makes sense. No, 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 makes sense. Too. And, yeah. it, and neither, neither probably was Tammy Faye. True. Like, like gay icons don't necessarily people who inspire Actually, no, queer Tammy people. Tammy Faye was 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 very queer friendly. I don't know. She famously was I, like. I don't know who Tammy Faye is. I just assumed. <laughs> no, no. Tammy Faye was very queer friendly. She was um famously like she got in trouble on her TV show because she was talking to a gay man with HIV and oh, yeah. famously said, "I wish I could hug you right now." Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that did happen. But you know, no, oh, uh, also just to just now to bring up the mood. Speaking of people who were murdered in this episode, um, <laughs> when Amanda, when what RuPaul tells fuck? a mandatory meeting, you look so much prettier without all that makeup on. <laughs> Scout, she's in on the joke at least. Yeah. I've, I've like at least she like snapped back and like made a great yeah, joke. My, she's in on the joke, which to me she, is you always love when a queen is yeah. like there also, to poke fun. She also said she's like. Uh, Safira told me to do my face at least three times before being back on camera, and that's what I did when episode two filmed. And you can t- her you can tell is her eyebrows are still in the wrong place, <laughs> but her makeup is bigger. The shading is better. Like she's she has. I would say that a mandatory meeting has improved quicker at makeup than anyone we've ever seen on Drag Race. I think what's interesting is her style of doing makeup feels very old school almost compared to what we're currently seeing, which is when you think of how Morphine paints and is just like stunning and beautiful and glamorous. Or even like Jane is going for a mm -hmm. level of realness. Yeah. Whereas a a mandatory meeting to me reminds me of kind of a more old school drag makeup. Bianca Del Rio type. Yeah. Yeah, Just like there's no illusion. There's no. And I think that feels almost jarring as well when we haven't seen that in a while. I was thinking about this episode. I, I it feels like high drag well, in a way that we haven't seen. I really it. like yeah. I actually I'm gonna say I really I really liked Amanda this episode oh, on just same. so many levels. But it's also just this thing of like she feels very 70s well, in a way that is really fun. I actually think it's more 80s. Um I can it's, see that it's, as it's, well. it's, a, it's a lot of like pastel, it's kind of crass, it's big it's bold. It's in it's your gaudy. face. It's got like a gem in the holograms quality to it. And then after RuPaul leaves, she leaves them some envelopes that put the fear of God in plain Jane. <laughs> oh, as she me. sees yeah. that we're gonna learn the results of Rada Queen, and guess what? It doesn't matter. Rada Queen is the literal worst twist they've ever done. Okay, one. Sorry, I, hate I it so much. I disagree so hard, I Joe. I disagree. I'm sorry, sorry Joe. Joe. I sat through so many weeks of. It's chocolate. Well, we got one this week, too. Okay, It's Chocolate was also dumb. Raider Queen, Raider Queen makes me angry. I just don't like it. Well, it's gone now, so you don't have to worry about well, it. it. But more importantly, it. I wish it told us how everyone voted, because yes. yes. that would have caused that, so much That would have been interesting. It would have been drama. Instead, it was just... Like, the thing is, is that I think it's an interesting twist idea that they've done nothing with. 
there's always no, next week. Do you no, because yeah. they would. But like, we already know who the who the bottom three la- next week are. Like, there's a, there's just a level of we're never going to have a moment like these first queens where the queen the the queens who placed seventh just get to feel bad about themselves. There's nothing else that happened, and that just makes this so boring. Like, why did we? Why did we do it and not just have all of the queens put in their top two queens? Like, why did we why did we have a list of seven girls if yeah. we weren't going to if it wasn't going to amount to literally anything and there wasn't even just gonna be the drama of this is how every single person voted, so you can have a lot of opinions on a lot of things. I mean, I think there's something to be said about trying to show like it's up to the queens to kind of decide the early front runners yeah. and the standouts mm-hmm. before the judges give their two cents in. It's different. I think it's also a reference to another game show. Yeah, so it's a reference to the circle. To spoof, yeah. yeah, continuing to spoof on other Yeah, I do love content. every time Drag Race spoofs another reality show. I do think they should do it more often. I kind of wish they did just survivor voting, to be honest. But, I think that'd be an, as fun no. as I think that's this. what they thought All-Stars was going to be. Like, yeah. I think that's what they're going for on All-Stars when they started having the queens vote for the Assassin's Lipstick, lipstick yeah. but it just doesn't work. I, I, I think that in general, the reason why I like Raid a Queen so little also might have a lot to do with how much I like Golden Beaver. Oh, like, mm, Golden Beaver is yeah. quite possibly the best twist that Drag Race has ever done. Yeah. Because it doesn't change, you know, the judging. It doesn't make the judging be like... Well, you were voted in the bottom, so we have to give you a harsh critique. It felt like Not Maya. That we ever got it that. felt like Maya had. They. It felt like they were never going to put Maya in the bottom two. It felt no. like Maya. They were like, okay, you are now here, yeah. and we have to note you a little bit harder. And like, we have things to say, but we don't have nearly as many things to say as we could have had for other yeah, people. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it. I don't see a world where Hershey and Geneva weren't somehow in the bottom, but Maya was absolutely just like, yeah. The other girls didn't like her look, and we we see problems. I think that the third person on the bottom would have been plain Jane. Absolutely, like yeah. I, like I very. I disagree, but <laughs> I, I think we'll, we'll get there with the looks. Yeah, I'm sure. Because I was gonna say, I feel like there was also I was like there was someone who probably shouldn't have been in the bottom, and there was also someone who should have been in the top. But we will get there. I don't know that I agree with that, but we'll get there. Okay. Um, I I have a lot of opinions. But before we get to those I feel opinions, like we're podcast edging at this point. How do we feel about? Uh, Nymphia learning dirty Spanish. <laughs> that was it was so, so charming. That's so, so much fun. Cute. That's so cute. I, I was it's like, so if you've stupid. ever worked in a restaurant and you don't speak <laughs> Spanish, you have been Nymphia walking between your Spanish speaking coworkers saying swear words. Yeah. She was so cute. Was so good. Um, I think it also really endeared me to her even more for her win. Yeah. It's just one, it shows that she's willing to act a fool yep. it shows that she's on good terms with these people and it also shows a willingness to be like oh there's a bit i'm committing yeah yeah, yeah she just was adorable i think so i mean cute. i think that i the, the biggest thing i will say about this episode is that you look at the way the queens are all interacting and it is not surprising to me that uh that the three bottom queens are all from episode two. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it is not surprising to me that the queens of episode two just literally do not seem to like each other the way the queens from episode one do. Mm. And Queen Jane also probably, like, set off a... I, I think that potentially... I think that she is a catalyst that has flavor. been... I think that Morphine and Mirage being together 
created a level of like fun and like all of the queens in episode one are catty in a fun way mm-hmm. and all the queens in episode two are very pollyanna and then yeah. there's plain jane um i wouldn't say they're pollyanna i would just say that it's like it's 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 interesting because it, i think it was trixie mattel you'll have to correct me on this pope um who said drag queens being nice is a new thing uh that was actually that was katya who said drag queens having money and being nice is a very new thing mm-hmm. And I don't think that same with me. Me being nice, very new. When's that happening? <laughs> when are you premiering oh, that? When's that coming out? Season seventeen. Okay. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Love you. we have a whole year. Um, <laughs> we have six months. You fucking liar. <laughs> um, what are you talking about? We're in January. They haven't even thought about what. Um, they haven't even thought. I, they just released the like. Do you want to be on Drag Race season seventeen audition now? I don't believe that. I think they just felt. I think they, they bulk just, recorded. Yeah, I think they, they bulk recorded just filming. seasons of Drag Race. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, there's like no one in Peoria performing <laughs> drag right now because they decided to get all the queens from Peoria. It's it's the it's it's similar it's the to the Connecticut, Connecticut season. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's how season fifteen happened. They were like, okay, we have Sasha. Um, we have an untapped market. Hartford. <laughs> Connecticut. Yeah, someone was just like someone. Someone one week was like, I went to the drag night and no one was there. Like it just. They were all. No one. I don't know why there was just a sign on the door that said like out of drag queens come back. Out of drag queens. Hey, hey, hey! You hey, you can come back in two weeks. A lot of those girls went home early. Oh, it's true. Hey, um, do we want to? Bring it to perhaps the runway. The runway. 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 Run, 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 runway. Runway. Take it to the runway. So before we do, we never speak of a RuPaul's outfit. Never. never. And I just want to talk about ever. this wig. Um, don't so work could never. She looks like a Barbie doll, right? It was very gem in the holograms for me. Really? Yeah, I know that I've said this were, twice now. But yeah. were you saying? Were, are you saying Barbie, but like we, Kate McKinnon weird Barbie doll? I was thinking more like uh, Kayla. You will you will relate to this one. McDonald's Happy Meal Barbie. McDonald's Happy Meal Barbie. The why, like. Why do you think? One? Why yeah. do you think I won't relate to that? Because you're. Cause do you you're think a I? Psycho, do you think? Infant, do you think child. I was not getting the? I was not asking very nicely to get the Barbie occasionally. I wanted the girl toy. I slept with a. I slept with a Barbie until I was like eight years old. Are there is a you slept with someone in order to get the. Girl <laughs> I toy. thought you were gonna say that too. That is hilarious. You're like, do you know how many how many McDonald's workers I had to blow to get a girl happy meal? I would walk in and they'd be like, I'm sorry, you're a boy. And you'd be like, no, I'm a they. And then they'd be like, well, we don't care. We don't do this at this McDonald's. And you'd be like, all right, I'm going to meet you around the back. I don't like this joke anymore. (laughs) I don't like this joke because I'm still uh, canonically a child in this joke. I like no part of it. Um, This is inappropriate. I apologize, everybody. You know, Joe, I get it. You're a zygote, but you were still 18 when this happened. (laughs) You just happened to look 12. You do always look very young for your age. Take it as a compliment. Take it as a compliment. I'm I'm 19. Goo goo gaga. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we really came full circle on this one this is so fucking weird so anyway yes i really so for me she looked like a mcdonald's happy meal barbie because it was like bright colors and kind of fun but very sort of flat and i, I don't know i i, I actually really like this look on her it was good luck 
Yeah. And, and now to get into the runway. We have 42 looks, people. I don't want to talk about all of them. Do you? Not really. So, no. I'm oh, going to- we didn't talk about the guest judge. Oh, yeah. Who the fuck's our guest judge? Isaac Mizrahi. I've okay, great. We talked about Finally. him. Finally. We talked about them. Great. So we have a few simple rules. I'm going to pass around an iPad that has all of the looks on it. We're going to go round robin. You'll get a look. You have three words or short phrases you can say on it. You pass the iPad. We move along. Um, no one talks about the same queen twice. So after two rounds, we're just going to like move it over one. It's going to make a lot of sense. Anyway, first up, we have Geneva Carr as Miss Muffet. Three words. Pink. Similar to Marie Antoinette, great idea, horrible execution. And then third phrase, weirdly disconnected between the two, the top and bottom. Next up, we have Dawn as Cushy Cow. I don't know what a Cushy Cow is. Um, First word and phrase. That is not, whatever. Second word and phrase. Gorgeous, beautifully painted, uh, strangely sexy for a cow. I love it. Hooves. Does it say, isn't Cushy Cow what you called me last week? Next, we have Hershey Lacour Jeté. As Bernie B, um, fun, cute, and fuzzy. Next up, we have Mirage as Baba Black Sheep. It reminds me of Ariel Versace's uh, Zodiac look a bit, which I think rubs me the wrong way, as the, the legs just are not doing it for me. I like the concept, but not the execution. Next up, we have Megami as Little Bo Peep. Great hair and purse. Interesting makeup. I think deconstruction doesn't work as well on Drag Race as we think it does. After her was a mandatory meaning as Little Pussy. Um, I don't know what that is. I love this makeup. <laughs> you don't know what pussy is? He's a gold star. I'm a platinum, thank you. Um, That's reductive and transphobic. Uh, fuck off. Uh, she looks... I love this makeup on her because it's so out there. Uh, making the stole out of the uh, cat plushes is very funny to me. And honestly, I think it's a good look. That was so many words and phrases. Moving on. You said three. I got three. Next, we have Morphine Love Dion as a man and a maid. Um, just a maid. Just a maid. Really just a maid. Plastic. Fine. Slutty. It was very... It was very like, I'm a sexy maid for Halloween. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Next up, we have Maya Aman LePage as Mary's Canary. This look is beautiful, but I do not think it was created for this challenge. I think she had this gorgeous yellow dress and was like, Meh, this would work. So to me, it feels like it was not the right choice for this challenge but more so she had a dress and she made it work for the challenge next we have q as the man in the moon it's stunning it's iconic this headdress i'm obsessed i love the way it moves on the runway you love it so much you whined next up was nymphia win as little boy blue rococo rococo uh, visual K, excellence. Perfection, love it, beautiful, 10 out of 10. When you said Rococo, I thought you were trying to make the... I thought you were doing Shady yeah, Rattle. Exactly. No, that's... Next we have truly my favorite, Saphira Cristal. Uh-huh. As Peter, Peter, Pumpkin Eater. Genius, iconic, 
probably the best look of the night. So good. So good. So or good. one of so them. Good. Yeah. No. That's why she deserved the top placement. I don't think a single other... I think she was in the top... Save it, save it, save it, save it, save it. Moving on! And then we have Plain Jane as Pussycat by the Fire. I think the waist feels bizarrely low, and it just became a really weird corset. It just feels like there was a mistake in there and how she was wearing it and how it was laying and just did not look as great as I think it could have. Next up, we have Tsunami Muse as Humpty Dumpty. You got the good ones. (laughs) Uh, They planned it. I'm just first in the order. I did look in advance and go, oh, I have good ones. Um, She looks stunning. I love a reveal. Honestly... Her eggs might be scrambled, but after seeing this look, my eggs are fertilized. Ooh. <laughs> I'm leaving. You uh, owe me an apology for that one. And finally, Plasma with Tweedledum and Tweedledee. Upsetting. Disturbing. Bad. <gasps> Ow. No. Ah. Terrifying. Nightmare. Scary. I actually kind of love it, but I hate it. We are all offended right now, and our jaws are agaped. I, I don't think I can continue onward. Next up, we have Significant Mother. First up, it's Geneva Carr as Salma Hayek. This is not Salma Hayek. Um, this isn't even Salma Hayek's sister. I don't know who this is. Salma Loek. It's, it's Salma Sa- Carr. It's, it's Salma placing Loek. Oof. Salma bottom two, heck. We have Dawn as Audrey Hepburn. I think this is a beautiful take on the classic. It's simple, but well executed. Maybe nothing super special, but it was not bad. Next, we have Hershey Lecourgette as Mother Nature. Um, simple. Ugly leaves. <laughs> I didn't know skin-tight pleather could be so wrinkly. Damn. Those were leaves? I'm pretty sure they're leaves. They're the wrong color. Mother Nature's dying in this look, and I'm dying to not look at it again. Damn. <laughs> Uh, next up was Mirage as La Llorona. Uh, spooky, sexy. I wish it fit a little better, but I really like it. How dare you? She's drowning children in it. I don't see you drowning children in nature. Ah. And that's why I got away with it. Next we have... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's Sorry. Good. Sorry. 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 <laughs> But whose children are you drowning in Don't nature? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Moving on. They're boneless anyway. <laughs> They're boneless? Boneless children. <laughs> what? Is that like boneless chicken wings? Mm. It's like cum. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that you were talking about making a Jacob Elordi stew. Anyway. <laughs> drowning children in nature. Exactly. That's no, just drowning children in a bathtub. Um... Next up, we Kayla have. Wants to go home. <laughs> home all the way to New York. <laughs> say, I'm she leaving. is looking up. She's like, I'm looking up flights. Yeah, Kayla's not I'm going to Burbank soon. Like, how <laughs> much is it going to. What is the change fee going to be? How Am I still going to get my miles? <laughs> Kayla's like, I'm not going to Disney this time. It's fine. I'm good. Um, next, we have Megami as Lady Gaga. Um, oh, Mother Monster. Duh. Yeah, Mother Monster. They, they, they said, said that in the episode. I don't have my notes in front of me. It took me a second to be like, wait, what? Oh, yeah. Duh. Um, I enjoy the look. It's cute. It's a good interpretation. Um, I wish the makeup was maybe a bit better. And she mentioned that she has a Lady Gaga tattoo. So I'm wondering if she could be featured in um, that post, that meme Joel was talking about 
where they had all the porn stars and they got the entire Gaga discography. <laughs> I wonder if her makeup's bad at that look because she didn't realize how quickly she'd have to flip her makeup from Possibly. Because, mm. like, like, Nymphia doesn't flip her makeup at all. Mm. Yeah. Speaking of flipping makeup, we have a mandatory meeting as Michelle Visage. Oh! Oh! <laughs> I thought this was very fun, so very good. funny. Um, I think this is where also I definitely noticed that makeup situation mm-hmm. of like, oh, this is drag makeup that we're not used to anymore. I, I really enjoyed this, although the execution was like not necessarily high drag or anything, but I think it was it was fun and delightful. Next up, we have Morphine Love Dion as Kris Jenner and... Pass. I'll take your cue to say they're too pretty to be... So, sorry, sorry. Pass. 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 That's three. (laughs) Well, there you go. Next up, we had Maya Iman LePage as Little Kim... This isn't really Little Kim. No, it's a literal recreation. It doesn't they look literally, like Little Kim to they me. They literally show a picture of Little Kim next to it, and it's a perfect recreation of the original look. Maya's just a different body type. Sorry, I'm really mad at the fact that they called her Miss Elliot because she happens to be bigger than Little Kim. Okay. I wasn't going to... You're not wrong. That what It was very ugly of them to do that. I am going to say, though, I don't think it's a particularly great look. It looks kind of cheap. But oh. then again, it's Little Kim, and she was kind of going for that aesthetic. I don't think it's a bad look. Again, I have opinions on our bottom three. Also, Poke, okay. um, I have a question. Considering Joe gave their opinion on yours, would you like to give your opinion on theirs? Um, A.K.A. Morphine as Chris Jenner. Oh, I'm just going to say... Yeah, pass. <laughs> and like the problem, the problem with the morphine look is it's just. And then you already said three things. Moving on. Pass. Uh, next, we have Q as Judy Garland. Um, everyone seemed to love this look. I didn't. Um, it was a great recreation, but I don't know. I don't love the poppy dress. It was fine. I. It was fine. You. It was not for me. David prefers Olipop to Poppy. <laughs> I do prefer Olipop. Ooh, ginger love, Lemon. Ooh, I got the root beer one. It's really good. I've had the root beer one. but The I cream the soda one. Oh, that one's ooh. really good. We're not sponsored by Olipop. We could well, be, we could be. <laughs> Pop sponsor us. Next up, we have Nymphia Wind as Angelina Jolie. Oh, I have no words. Beautiful, breathtaking, stunning, perfection. Next up, we have Safira Cristal as Eve. As an Adam and, right? Yeah. What? This is not, what? It's not Jimbo. <laughs> the, she's just Eve. Eve is her own lady. I said as in Adam and Eve. That, that, ne- never mind. Fuck Eve, off. I think Eve is an iconic. Eve is a one word icon. Like Cher or, or Madonna or Lilith. <laughs> um, Bible jokes. Is it, I was like, is it Eve also? Yeah. Eve's that girl. Anyway. <laughs> Let me blow your mind. As exactly. Eve, um, fun take, beautiful bodysuit, that hair. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Next up <laughs> is playing Jane as Octomom. So she made the stole out of babies. Funny, I guess. I haven't thought of Octomom in coming up on 15 years, so 
Uh, I don't know if this is accurate. I don't really care. She looks really bad. Uh, now I have Joe being very jealous of me. Up we have Tsunami Muse as Candy Muse. Oh, oh. This was genius. <laughs> it was. This was fucking genius. It was perfect. She pressed play. It was like, you knew exactly what it was immediately. And because it's her mother, it just made perfect sense. It was, it was everything and more. And I loved every minute of it. It's also one of the single best candy news looks of all time. Oh, no argument. Agreed. No argument. Next up, we have Plasma as Anne Boleyn. I thought this was very good and better than I was expecting from Plasma. I've had her makeup looked really good too, as I know this crew likes to read her makeup for filth. And I just think it looks me. great in just this scenario. And it was a very good look. She learned color this episode. So, uh, because we have an agreement that we're not going to do the same girl twice, uh, I get to do Geneva this time. Oh, no. Oh, no. Wah, 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 wah. Bunched up diaper. She looks like she's doing a bad Legend of Korra cosplay. Love the wig. (laughs) (laughs) Love your hair. Hope you win. It's like when you're getting an evaluation from a boss and it's like, I'm going to end on a high note, though. (laughs) Call them a sandwich, really. (laughs) Uh, Next, we have new Dawn Razin, um, a.k.a. just Dawn. Um, I love this look. I think it's a lot of fun. I think it's like a it's it's a very like. It's very fashion forward. It's very cute. I wish she didn't put the ears on. Got them ears on. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? That was from uh, All Star 7. Oh. Or the whatever with Shea Coulee when Shea Coulee was wearing the weird ears. Oh. Okay. Anyway. I I have Hershey LaCroix Jete. Oh, uh, you didn't make the pants. You're going to be after filth and you just eliminated yourself. Yeah. That was my immediate reaction that you just self-eliminated unless you truly slay that limp sank, which obviously we know what happens. I think she shot herself hard when she did this. So we are going to revisit and talk about our bottom three and top three, right? Yes. Yes. Okay, yes. Good. Uh, uh, bottom three and top three and you'll get a chance to talk about like a favorite and least favorite Great. look in the episode. I have Mirage. Serving Rupocalypse some other time. <laughs> um, better than I thought it would be. I just like the heels a lot. Damn, by pray, uh, faint praise. Girl, girl, my praise is so faint it might as well be a mirage. Um, but I love her so much. Uh, next up was Megami. Uh, Rosie the Riveter Perez. Um... Rivet her. Stunning. I love it. Beautiful gown. Lovely gown. Uh, very. No, I noticed she put the uh, gay liberation symbol on her chest. Love that. I think had her other looks been better, she absolutely should have been at the top. I think it looked bad moving. I, I, sorry, Mugabe's never done anything wrong. <laughs> um, I have a mandatory meeting. Oh, when? Oh, <laughs> With this look. (laughs) With this look, I have a mandatory meeting. Um, I actually like this look. It's very, um, it was very, with her name, it felt very like businesswoman special. I just kind of wish that the cape matched the pattern on 
the like fringe and the uh, top of the dress and it wasn't because it seemed like it had that on there. But then it also had a bandana back to it and it just felt a little I wish it was a, a hair more cohesive, but I liked the hair. I liked the makeup and I liked the presentation overall because I mean, her name is a mandatory meeting. So of course you're going to look like, you know, the businesswoman special. What is the businesswoman special? You know, it's a special for businesswomen. Is it just a martini at lunch? No, it's the businesswoman special. Oh, right. You've never seen a movie. Never mind. Continue. I don't know what you're talking about either. Next up is Morphine Love Dion. It's okay. It's this denim look. There's a witch hat for some reason. I think the middle is a little rough and reminds me a bit of the Vangie issue in her first design challenge of just like, it just doesn't necessarily do her any favors i think the idea is fine it was like a solid middle look i was it's just she's another person i was surprised was safe next up we have maya amon lepage i it's i like the safety pen (laughs) i I think that when you're comparing something to h&m basics on the main stage. I think this look should have been safe. Um, I think that in general, Maya's presentation was really safe this week. And I was surprised she was in the bottom. I kind of think that maybe she's not very good at socializing and has not made any of, made any friends in the competition. And I think that explains her placement more than anything else. Well, Joe, it's not RuPaul's best friend race. This episode was. Uh, next up was Q. Stunning, gorgeous, original, sci-fi, funky, weird. Love it. Love it. Well, this is just unfair because I get Nymphia Wind. Oh, um, oh, perfection. Just fucking perfection. The fact that she pulled this out was unexpected. It was everything. It was fabulous. It was well-constructed. It looked beautiful. It was high fashion. Um, I agree with one of the judges that it looked like an Hermes catalog. It was just, fa- like, I saw it and I gasped. And I think we can all agree on that. Unacceptably good. Yeah. <sighs> oh, indeed. That is the accurate reaction. <laughs> Safira Crystal. I didn't like this as much as everyone else did, but I definitely think it was well-constructed and the shape of it and the movement of it was really beautiful. My issue was the top felt a little suffocating and something about it just felt very stifling. But otherwise, I think it was very beautifully executed. And because she had such a solid week, I think that helped her push her to the top. Absolutely. Next up, we have Plain Jane. Um, it was give, reminding me of the icon, Naomi Carter, with the coochie floss. Uh, when she was like, I made this all out of one jacket. I was like, we can tell. Melinda Verga did it better. Um, and then I saw someone on Twitter be like, I loved her use of color. You know, the color of her skin, her foundation, her legs, entirely different colors. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the tea. <laughs> and that's the tea. And uh, next up was Tsunami Muse. Uh, she is giving us... How do I... I need to put this in a bullet point. Sexy schoolgirl in her late twenties. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's good. The tsunami's in her thirties. So that's uh, good. Adult film star. Ooh. 
Oh. It's not great, but she can wear anything. Okay. Those are my thoughts. And then last, but certainly not least, we have Plasma. Um, It's funny because the way that I'm like, you'd think I don't like the look. I do like the look. It's very expensive white lady. <laughs> you know those well. <laughs> I do. I do. I, um, I just wish it was tighter. Um, I wish that it was tighter and more form-fitting. I understand that maybe that's something that would take a more seasoned seamstress, but... I do love the whole package. Um, I just wish that it was slightly better executed. Yeah, that's fair. You know what it reminds me of? And I, oh, this is only for Kayla. But in America's Next Top Model, yeah. there was the episode where they had to all pick out Grammy looks. And the uh, Anne's partner was uh, Chelsea. And she was yes. like, get me a black dress. And she gets her like a size 18 black dress. <laughs> but she's just like... That it's just like insane, and like is she's like so angry at Anne too the whole time. They're like, you she's look uncomfortable. So she's like, I'm holding this on my body. She's so pissed off. Yeah, I I'd be mad. That. God. So, um, <laughs> so that was that was the vibe of this was size eighteen dress on Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> so we just went through over forty looks. Good lord! Imagine you didn't have photos and you had to. I don't know raid a queen off these looks yeah like the reason why i think Sapphira is in the top and not dawn is that while i think dawn's final look is better than Sapphira's final look there was i think david's right i don't think there was a better look maybe all night yeah. other than maybe nymphia's final look mm. that was comparable Memorable. to that inflatable pumpkin yeah she packed that yeah that's all i kept thinking was how did you get this in your it luggage? was apparently uh uh, the the person who designed it put up a video. It was inflatable and powered by two engines while she was on the <gasps> runway. Oh my god, that's so cool! So it's like one of the like like the um, T Rex costume. Yes, kind of. Yeah. Wait, yeah. that's so cool. It was that is amazing. One it of, looked phenomenal. Yeah. And like the it wasn't just that the pumpkin the was the hair, moment. My the god. the hair, Everything. the eye. It felt it felt like dark fantasy. Yeah, yeah. It really did. And when she first came out and. You know, they didn't do the kind of like see the whole outfit camera move yet. I thought it was just she came out with a cardboard picture of a pumpkin or something. Because I was like, oh, that looks if that pumpkin was 3D, this might, I might like this. And then it turned out to be 3D. And I was like, that's amazing. It was it was incredible. It was great. Yeah. This I think overall. it's something to be said about because the Raider Queen and if they didn't have the photos of them to yeah. go based off, that look is certainly memorable when oh, you yeah. have all mm-hmm. of these looks. So it's it's interesting because in my notes I said I was definitely surprised that Safira was over Dawn just because I think Dawn had an overall better three. But if they were thinking about impact, and I'm sure, how much time did they really have backstage to like yeah. look yeah. at oh, each yeah. other's and, looks? And things like Dawn, the best part about Dawn's first look was the shoe, and mm-hmm. if they didn't catch the hoof. Mm. <laughs> I will say that, um, of like in rewatching it, I was kind of like, oh, I guess Safira does just kind of tip over Dawn a little bit because one thing that, like as I said, I don't, I think that if she didn't have the ears in the final look and maybe did a more neutral face it would have been a hair it i think that would have been the tipping point because i wasn't crazy about her audrey hepburn yeah yeah i i liked the audrey hepburn i didn't love the audrey i didn't love the e for safira really 
I'm a bit over the nude illusion bodysuit as I don't think it ever actually gives a nude illusion. We we learned that in We're All Born Naked and the Rest is Drag. We don't talk about that one. Um, and I think that's my issue with it is in both of the nude illusions this week, we saw that it never really it never really works and doesn't play well on television. I, so the idea was there, but the execution was just like, okay. Well, I wasn't the biggest fan of that bodysuit. I did really like the styling around it, yes. personally. Yeah. Um, but I but I did have a similar thing. I was just being like, oh, yeah, okay. Um, and for Maya being in the bottom, I think some of it was she seemed so uncomfortable in her runway presentation. And I think la- if she would have sold that outfit, I think on the runway, it would have felt very different. The issue is, I'm like, I don't think she felt comfortable with it. If you had had a certain queen that's like a lot more punk rock, then I think it's it would have also interesting. It. She sells her final look and her little Kim look exactly the same. She kind of she does. comes out, yeah. she fist bangs, she dances around a bit, then she walks. Mm. Who would you? Okay, so our bottom three. Well, were... let's let's go around. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. What are some? What what were? What was your favorite look of the night that wasn't in the top or bottom? Mm. So I think I'm about to lose a lot of credibility here. Um, I think I'm about to sound deranged. I think my favorite look, not in the top and bottom, wasn't like a Dawn look or one of the other. Or like Tweedledee, Tweedledum. It was, I think, Pope is wrong. Um, Pope is incorrect and should feel bad about himself for not liking that look. How about you share your opinion first and then judge? (laughs) I think one of my favorite looks of the night was a mandatory meeting as Michelle Visage. You're insane. Like what? the I the, agree the, with the, run, the runway presentation of so coming good. out as old school Michelle with a breastplate, <sighs> revealing into no tits Michelle, revealing the wig into the gray. It was just such a moment. It felt it was so fun. It gives me joy <laughs> to think about. And there are very few other and like in a in an episode of forty two looks, that's the look I keep thinking about that wasn't something that got praise. Okay, I I'm going to say if she had done that at a gay bar and I'm in the yeah. audience, I would have lost my fucking mind. Yes. Yeah. So I that think is the something. issue is the looks themselves were not that great. <laughs> it, it's kind of like when is it the presentation versus the look, and I think. Kind of what I was saying earlier is like Maya's presentation, I think, was so meh that it did not do any favors for the look. Yeah. Whereas I think we have the opposite with a mandatory meeting that, like, oh my God, the presentation was fantastic. Love I, it. I think Amazing. I just really like Amanda. I think I was so proud of Amanda. I, I can't, I kind of fell in for Amanda this episode as well, but that's for Untucked. Yeah. Oh, I, I just like, I, I interrupted you. If you no, wanna, you're right. Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. I agree with Joe. I actually really liked this look. <laughs> I thought it was a lot of fun. I was just kind of like. It's the real color of friendship. It's, I'm yeah, surrounded. It's, Help. But it's it's not even Sorry. that. It's the fact that it's like every now and then you have something where it's like, <laughs> like you have pure fun. This was pure fun. And yeah. it was, and it was like so pure fun because it was like, it was in, it was pandering in the best possible way. And it was just like, like you knew that everyone on the judges panel was like, ah, yes. <laughs> you knew that everyone backstage was like, ah, yes. So, I mean, like, I, I don't know. I thought it was a really, it was, it was a very good time. But also I'm, I'm about to lose credibility because I liked Maya's punk look. I didn't think hers was bad. Her, I really her, like, liked it. Oh yeah. You, oh yeah. David was like fully like Maya, liked Maya's final look. I did because it was very Vivian Westwood. It was yeah. very Gwen Stefani. You know, it was very up my alley, but I, I'm a sucker for a plaid. I, I mean, again, I was very surprised that it was fully in the bottom. 
Um, like I like I, I like know. like I was I was surprised because I thought there were people who could have been pushed to the bottom. Mm-hmm. Pope, mm-hmm. do you have a look you'd like to talk about? Well, as long as we're talking about looks we like, you can also say things you don't like. Oh, if I can talk about things I don't like. Holy shit, how was Plain not in everyone's bottom? I disagree. Mm. Well, oh, she probably is in everyone's bottom. Unpopular opinion, but I disagree hey, with you all. I, I no, disliked uh. all three of Plain's looks. Pla- okay. um, I, I, like, I actually, I did not like the Octomom look. I, like I thought it that it was a little too simple. and a li- I thought, I agreed with everything you said about the the first look having, like, a weird waist. I think that, I think that Plain is a queen who only owns one breastplate, and it's that comedy breastplate, and it's just getting a little old to see it a lot because there doesn't seem to be a point of view on it other than I have big boobs. Um, and then finally, that last look, I was like, this last look just isn't well constructed. I think if it was better executed, it would be a very, the idea of the so, look is really cool, but I think the execution of it was yes, very yes. mediocre. And I liked the wig a lot. Like, the, I thought, I thought, I thought she Her brought. Sandy at the last scene of Grease wig? <laughs> Yeah, I loved that wig. Sandy. I'm a sucker for just too big of hair on a human being. I will give plain Jane this. At least she always wears a choker. I will say she does hide the line, which hey, I appreciate. So, hey, I do think, I think that she does, but occasionally she wears it too low and you can still see above it the but, line. But I, it's not as like prominent as, as like some people that I'm looking at. I'm just like, you can hide that. You know? Now, do I get to share my thoughts on the thing I brought up? No. No. no? Okay. <laughs> anyway, moving on, Kayla. No. Um, I... If you would like to, if you would like to share your thoughts, Poe. Here's my problem with uh, Plain's looks. Okay, the first one. I agree. The waist was weird on that one. You only do get one look. Okay, then I'm just going to go with the look that matters the most, and the reason Hershey was in the bottom, in my opinion, the final look. Mm-hmm. It was a jacket that she had cinched. And then cut pieces out of, and then did a little surging to keep them in place. It is not hideous, but it's so boring. And the color is just, it, is that weird? Like, I know it's black, but black never looks great on well, I think it was like, a, it, it reminded me a lot of the color of Akira's uh, denim look. From season 11. I think if the bottom would have not been able to see the difference between her skin tone and her tights tone as well, that would have elevated it. Like if she didn't have her hip out as much as she does, if it would have been this like illusion-y top and a solid bottom that would have elevated it. Because I think the idea, I really do like the idea of it. The execution is a bit sloppy. I think there's a weird level of, I think that if like, you put this on a model on a runway who was like, and you like, you actually, you like did it a little bit better. And they were like, this was the nineties and heroin chic was the vibe. I think it would look really fucking cool. I just don't think that it looked great. I just thought it looked pretty bad. Mm. The, it didn't, yeah, it didn't read well on screen. No. And then Kayla, do you have any looks you'd like to talk about? Zunami's egg look was so good. It yeah, really was. When I was, or I was first going to say her candy muse look because that really delighted me. And then mm-hmm. I was like, wait, no, her egg look. She didn't stand out to me that much in her first episode. No. But I think this episode, she had a very good, like, solid Close upper middle run of just like, oh my God, you're a delight. She's and a I didn't girl. see that. I didn't see that in the, her episode previously. Mm-hmm. But oh my God, the Humpty Dumpty. Like it, yeah. we screamed when the egg cracked. It was open. so I, stupid. I am so really stupid. curious Loved it. if 
I'm really curious how many of these girls thought Mother Goose was going to be. Because I'm going to guess instead of calling it Mother Goose, they called it based on a nursery rhyme. Mm. So a lot of these girls definitely thought this was going to be a major runway category. And then mm. unfortunately it's a ball. Because these these are the looks they turned out. So uh, <laughs> the judges uh, do not really do judging. What they do is basically tell the girls, you're going to rate a queen. And the top three and the bottom three are determined by you guys. And so we see we see a little bit. Um, it's a lot. We know Maya's gonna be in the bottom because she gets rated. Maya gets rated lowest a lot. I don't know what Again, is going on. I think that she's just not. I think she's personable. not sticking. I don't. Yeah. I don't think she's rude and they dislike her. I think she's just not sticking, and they just probably don't remember anything she did on the runway. Whereas. My God, Sofia! Like, how can you forget that yeah, pumpkin? If I you know. spotted that in the workroom in any format, oh, and fuck, yes. and you have to remember, I feel like the thing that brought Sofia up is that everyone in her group loves her. Yeah. Like, yeah, like it's one of those things where you think you're trying to like rate all the queens, and you're like, hmm, where's Sofia gonna go? Well, she can't go below. And then four. Nymphia also. Like, what did we learn? What did we see? We saw her being a little Spanish messenger. Yeah. So, like, granted, all her looks were phenomenal as well. But I don't think that – it's probably, like, when you're in this many queens, you don't really know each other yet. I think yeah. Maya just kind of fades yeah. to the back and isn't extremely memorable. And again, like we said, I think that the group group two girls just like each other less. Yeah. yeah and they're so, less bonded. And the reason why I think Nymphia managed to push to the top is that she wasn't just great this episode. Also – can we just discuss for a second? The yellow boot yeah. was the entirety of why that... Like, that outfit is... this. The movement of the skirt is incredible. The ties are incredible. But the yellow boot pulls everything together so beautifully. Yeah. But I think the reason she's in the top isn't just how stunning her look was. It was that she bonded with all of the girls yeah. in the workroom. So everyone was going to put her... She even said vote high. for yellow. And yeah, yeah. She, she's campaigning and then she does well. Like, I think that it's one of those things where it's like, they all want to be around her more. So no one was ever going to put her in the bottom. Absolutely not. And no one pulled what Jane pulled in episode two. So no one sandbagged her. Yeah. No, no one got, yeah, no, nothing sandbagged anyone. I think Jane was just aware that she was never going to be in the top. So why try to rig it? Yeah. Versus in episode one where she's like, there's seven queens and I did really well and I got really good notes. So if I do sandbag, I it will push me to the top. It's like, you would have just. If you just voted normally, you still you would have been first or second place. And then, yeah, but then she wouldn't have gotten immunity. We don't know. If, we don't know if Nymphia can lip sync. I get the feeling. She I can feel perform. like Nymphia can do absolutely whatever she wants. <laughs> are, are you getting Pangina vibes? Where it's like yes. you can't <sighs> like. There is nothing you can't do. All I'm going to say is either Nymphia is going to make it to the end and win, or she's going to have a Valentina moment. Yeah. It's one or the other. I think it's, again, she reminds me a lot of Manila in season three. Yes. Where it's excited. It's energy. She has such a beautiful mix of camp and high fashion. She's so smart. She's playing this game better than people usually play it. There's a weird level of I'm about to say something that uh, will make Pope clutch his pearls. I think that if Nymphia was in last season, she might have beaten Sasha Colby for the crowd. <gasps> there is such a specific level of knowing exactly who she is mm -hmm. and having such a specific brand that she is on the same par. She feels like she is in an all-star season. I think my heart just stopped. She has the full package <laughs> when you yeah. think about what... How do you succeed as a Rue girl? You have the charisma. Correct you need guys in our palette. Yeah. But she, yeah. this episode just showed how she is 
playing both the game but also the show and mm-hmm. is doing really well at both. So it's kind of like, yeah, why wouldn't you want her to stick around? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But again, it also speaks volumes that like, as Q said, we didn't know, we didn't see this coming. Yeah. So she's clearly playing, a, I mean. She's smart. I'm sure she has an Achilles heel and I'm sure we will find that Achilles heel. But. They always do. They always do. But it's one of those things where right now she's playing a very good game of, oh, I'm a zany comedy queen. Oh, wait, look what else I can do. Yeah, absolutely. And she's done that in basically every episode. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. her first episode, she also was like, look how fun and wacky I am. I'm anyway, a banana. here's this incredibly beautiful and moving cultural piece. Anyway, here's the dumbest runway you've ever seen. Yeah. I'm a banana again. <laughs> like she's- I'm three stages of banana. <laughs> yeah. Four. Four. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Brown banana. Stunning. <laughs> uh, but no. Love you, Mo. And then we have and then we have our bottom queens, as we discussed. Hershey did not sew the pants. No. So no. I, I will say I was actually very shocked at first when Hershey was in the bottom because yeah, her look was pedestrian, but I was like, oh well, it was pedestrian, sure, but it wasn't bad. Then I found out she didn't make. I don't think she made a pants. single thing on that. Yeah. Like it's one of those things where I don't, I don't believe she made a single thing on that garment. That was just a shirt she found. Then she like found some fabric. Then she sewed some fabric into pants. It was just finding out she didn't make anything. That alone, like if I'm in the workroom and I have been, you know, working my ass off, and I look over and I see that you gave up on what you were doing to just grab something and throw it on a mannequin and go, I'm done. Oh, I'm putting you in the bottom. Yeah. That is interesting, especially mm-hmm. them voting for each other, mm-hmm. that when you have someone like Nymphia, who clearly a lot of work, whether or not they saw it in the workroom, went into that, a Q, who like clearly that took a lot of yeah. work oh, and God, effort, yeah. and nothing about that could you point to its original what what it originally was yeah. there's even a level of like so we talked I, I talked a bit about how i loved the wig that plain put on her look mm-hmm. i think styling can go a long way totally she didn't even put like a good wig on yeah she put on a flat wig with like they almost with the like gray streak in her hair looked almost like construction paper it was so like limp and yeah. boring. I mean, yeah. she just looked like, you know, an older woman at the mall shopping at Chico's. Which hey, I how admire. dare you? Chico's like has a lot beach. more basics <laughs> and a lot more, like, crushed velvet. This was not a Chico's-inspired look. It was more Tommy Bahama. Yeah. She was in West Palm Beach with, with the... Tomorrow Bahama. <laughs> Tomorrow Bahama. You know, she's like, I, like, like all that 17. was missing was, like, three, like, was, was, um, was Mirage's three, uh, shopping bags. <laughs> Wait, you mean Jam? No. What? Oh, wait, yes. And Mirage was blah, blah, black sheep. It's yes, three yes. bags oh. full. Oh. Uh, yeah. I didn't even yep. catch that. But Sorry, I, I forgot. David, sometimes you're There were 42 looks in this episode, Although, David. I will say back to Mirage, because kind of picking off... Uh, no, this is piggybacking off of what you were saying. Um, With... Oh my God, I'm forgetting her name. Mirage. No, Hershey. Yeah. With Hershey, she kind of did nothing to that garment. Mirage had a lemon and then made lemonade. Kind of like, okay, I will say for me, Mirage's look was towards the bottom. Not in the bottom, not my bottom three. Um, I still feel like Plain should have been in the bottom three, mm-hmm. mostly because Octomom was or such a nothing look. Or if it wasn't Plain, yeah. I think it should have been Morphine. Or Morphine, mm. honestly. Like, Morphine didn't do a like, fairy tale thing. I don't think I don't think any of Morphine's looks were at the caliber of the other of the other people either. 
Like the Chris Jenner look was was like bad Chris Jenner. Yeah. The maid look was very Oh, I just I had to look up what her I could not remember for the life of me what her very Mother look was. Yeah. And I then, had to talk about her look and I had to look it up. Yeah, it's a sexy maid outfit. I literally passed on her look because I was like, I genuinely have nothing to say about her Chris Jenner. Also, what none the fuck was with that witch hat? I think it's because none of it's yeah. bad. And I think because But none group, of it's good. But I think because yeah, group one likes their girls more. Mm-hmm. I think that you're looking at it and you're like, I love morphine. I'm gonna put her at eight. Because yeah. I know that it'll keep They're her They're going to save her from the bottom, yeah. essentially. And I think that is where Ray to Queen becomes interesting. Again, it, uh, it does I think become it, RuPaul's best friend I think if it was going on for extent. longer, it could have been interesting. Even if it was going on for just, like, if we, if we, if we, uh, if we was, like, for the next eight weeks, we have Ray to Queen. That might have been interesting. But only doing it for three weeks makes it so boring to it me. Does, it That's has... Fair. It has really divided the pack, though, of these clear front runners. When you think of Q was in the top both times, Sephira was in the bo- both times. Nymphia would have been that third top spot. Like we now know, Nymphia and Dawn were also the like top of their packs oh, yeah. as well. So to some extent, I think it's done a really good job of like really separating, divide, divi- cr- like creating front runners. There's such a clear front runner mm-hmm. situation right now when we think about how. Because I have no doubt if they show the rate of Queen for next week, like, Dawn had to have been number four. Yeah. I would oh, be absolutely. shocked if she was. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, it's one of those things where I felt so... The second it was only... They said Safira's name, you can see Dawn just go... Oh. And then she goes into Untouched, and she's like, I'm drunk and mad now. I hated Tweedledee. I was like, you just wanted to be Twe- Tweedledon. Um, <laughs> okay, I, one, that would have been hilarious. I... And then, God, Untucked was bananas. Oh, are we going to talk about Untucked right now? Did you have other things you wanted to talk about? No, because I really want to talk about Untucked. Because holy shit, when we talk about girls trying to produce their own fucking story, like, oh my God, oh my God. Jane being like, I just met you and this is crazy, (laughs) but you're an ugly cow. Yeah. Like, it was was unhinged the way that, because again, the problem with Plain is that she's not funny. No. No. There's no wing. There's no, the way Mistress Isabel Brooks, I think, had, like, a good wink to her and, like, a... I'm at the end, at you very hard right at the, now. Yeah, at the end agreement. of it, there there was always this, like, playfulness to what she was doing. She's just cutting up. Whereas Plain Jane is just straight up being mean. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, she's cunty. She's well, cunty and not in a good way. Yeah, she just, it's one of those things where it's, like, we. I think a lot of queer people go through this. There's a point when, like, you... There, I think there's a very valid point where it's like the people that I'm going to school with are bigger than me and kind of scary, and I don't think I could fight them, but I am fast and I am like witty and I'm mean and like you kind of develop this defense mechanism that is clapping back quickly with something mean to avoid from being like in danger in some way and. I know that I used to do it a lot and then eventually was like, oh, I don't want to do that anymore and developed like joke structure and yeah. a point of view. And it feels like Plain just never did that. No. And she's attractive and people probably laugh at her jokes because they want to fuck her. Yeah. And people are laughing at her jokes on Drag Race because the same people who are Plain Jane are also watching Drag Race and they're boring. Um, I will say that I agree with that, but I also have... My tinfoil hat theory, um, (laughs) which is that I think, and this actually goes for Maya as well. I think that there's 
I get the feeling, and I mean, you see it in every season, that there's always the Heathers and the Boogers, or Alaska Talks. It feels like... Clickishness happens. Yeah, it feels like clicks happened, because the one thing that I feel like I did notice in um, Plain Jane's first episode is Plain Jane isn't shady until her confessionals. Yes. Like, you well, she does say, we said that, and then I rewatched the episode. Mm-hmm. She does say, when everyone comes in and they're all de-dragging, she's like, I just thought, you know, I'm not, she basically, like, said, I don't, I'm not impressed by any of you. Yeah, she did say that. Was that in the work? It was in the work. It was in the work. Every okay. single person's like, okay, bitch. Okay. Because cool. I was going to say, like, there's something, there's something very much about her and, like, just with the placement of Maya. They're both very cocky in what they do, and I feel like that might... You think Maya's cocky? I do Maya, think Maya's cocky. Maya is very confident hey, in her she's very abilities. bright and vivid I and think colorful. What I was getting was she did not seem confident at all. I think she seemed shaken and this not week, confident. Oh, I think, I think on the runway when they were like, here in the bottom, I think she was shook, but I think she's very cocky in her ability to, of what she does. Mm. And I think like that, when she placed fifth, she was like, how the fuck am I? Exactly. Fifth? Cause yeah. I think that it's one of those things where I think that her, like, I have no bones in my body. I can flip around. I can flip off a table and be fine. And she's went viral for that. Many exactly. Times now. It's one of those things where it's just kind of like, that's wonderful, but can you make a sandwich? <laughs> Can you, can you make ice water? Exactly. Like it's, it's can you what, make me a sandwich? I'm hungry. It's it's but it's what I'm just saying is that it's like it's like it's like it's great that you have your thing and it's great that you have your thing that people are gonna tip you the dollars for, but can you play drag race? And I think that she thought that her one thing was playing drag race. And I think with plain Jane, there's also something there that sort of says to me, like, I don't know, there was just the vibe that I get with both of them where it's like they came into the workroom and they were like this is going to be fun. And then something wasn't fun. And now they're bitter Betty. So I think Plain Jane is doing exactly what she came there to do. She was like, I'm going to stay on this competition to at least the final six. If I'm a bitchy cunt making great television, because those producers are not going to want to kick my ass off. I'm making great television. We're talking about right now. I think Plain Jane knows exactly what she's doing. I also think that Plain Jane. You also think she's the mole. I don't think she's. I've I've heard the joke that she's the mole. I don't actually think that. I'm not going to mole talk again. I don't know I do not think she's BB. But I do think Plain Jane knows exactly what she's doing and she knows she's gonna. I don't don't think she knows knows exactly because I think she made one miscalculation this episode. I think that she thought. So there's there. What are the most iconic untucked moments? What the fights? Everyone versus Serena Cha Cha. Everyone versus Mimi. I burst. Everyone she versus Aiden Zane. Candy she, Muse versus Demi but, but like, that's different. Oh. That's different right. because right. that is two people. There is a thing that happens only really early in a season where somebody will bring up that someone's drag isn't the caliber they think it should be. That person will get defensive. And everyone in the room will pile onto that person and be like, yeah, your drag is actually bad. Like and in it, UK3. Like in UK3. Yeah. Like, it, 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 again, it's it's everybody versus Mimi and first. It's everybody versus uh, Aiden Zane. It's a very specific thing that happens that can only happen early. And I think Plain looked at Amanda and was like, she'll probably fight back if I, if I comment on her drag. But all of these girls here know that she's not on our level. So when she fights back... I'm going to make a bunch of allies. I'm going to get a YouTube animatic made of me that's going to be like every veggie versus a mandatory meeting. Uh, that's what you meant when you said that earlier. Yeah. Um, okay. And every then... Veggie? I'll show you them later. Have you okay. ever seen Every Dino versus Aiden Zane? 
No. It's very fun. Or all um, the sea fish versus uh silky. Yeah. Um, it's one of those things. These these are these are like these are specific this is a specific brand of untucked fight that I think she was about to She was She was gonna create. It, it and the fine. second she said it, she was expecting everyone to be like, yeah. And instead she says it and Morphine goes, Hey, hold up, that's my sister. So, okay, I really want to I, I agree. Love morphine in this episode. Morphine. I love morphine. I love Mirage in this episode. Mirage, I love yeah, yeah. Dawn. Dawn after Dawn just so drunk being like I hated your Tweedledee. I hated your Tweedledee, but Amanda, I get you now. So here's the thing. One, I fell in love with Amanda during this untalked because Amanda really She handles it really. It's well. not defensive. Yeah. She's just like well, it's not yours to get, and I didn't ask you for your opinion. And I don't know. It's a you. very adult mm-hmm. response to someone trying to start a fight, just being mm-hmm. like, "I don't have to engage with this. This is unnecessary. What are you going for here?" Um, and the reason I feel like Plain is absolutely trying to make a narrative here and make her story. Can we all make an agreement to call her Plain instead of Jane? I've been calling her Plain. Significantly funnier. You know, you just did it, and I was like. We we we've been alternating. I just want to okay, call her plane. Right, I'll call her. Pl- I'll re- try to remember. To oh call no, her plane. you're the one who's been doing it. I, I was, know, but I was talking to, to the group. I'm talking to the class. Okay, Oz, can you start calling her plane? He can't talk. <laughs> okay, that was cute. Um, <laughs> so, plane really wants to make this narrative, and she really wants to come off like. You know, I'm being a judgy cunt, but I'm in the right. I'm just keeping I'm it real. I'm the voice of the audience. Exactly. And instead, Amanda just goes, I didn't ask, and it's not yours to get. And then Plasma's like, how about you fix that arm hair first? Plasma that? Plasma saying, okay, I do want to. So Plasma's saying, why don't you untangle your arm hair from your bracelet before Such you go? Such a good read. I do think it's important to note that Plane looks directly at Plasma and said, who said that? Oh my it's god! It's a very like plain is plain is good at playing the bitch. She's just not very funny while doing. No, it. she's yeah. just me. And I I'm also going to say this. I'm going to say this because uh, Kayla, I love you, and you brought up Mistress Isabel Brooks, and everyone owes her a fucking apology because I have seen so many people on TikTok. Twitter, threads, whatever, talking about how plain, oh, plain's just funny. Plain's just shady. It, no. You're on threads. Right? Eh, it came free with Instagram. It's just people defending plain being just a cow. And I am going to call her a cow. You can't stop me. Uh, she, being a cow. Well, mistress would do the exact same shit, but she would always do it with kind of like this. I know what I'm doing. I'm just mm. trying to get a reaction out just of you because we're bored. Yeah. Like, it's like how David will sometimes just be really fucking gross at me. Just to get a rise. Just to get the rise out of me. Or Joe will, you know, insult me just to get the rise out of me. It's most of my relationships, really. But it's done out of good intentions. It's done with a wink and a nod. It's done with an understanding. And the audience ate her alive and got her banned on Instagram. Meanwhile, Plain who is skinny and reasonably attractive. Well, I was going to no say. No comment. And what, white. And what? I was say, what so comes true. into this? Skinny yeah. and white and, and attractive. conventionally attractive. Like, 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 we can't say reasonably. Like, Plain is a conventionally attractive man. Yeah. I don't think that there's anyone in this room who, if we didn't know Plain, wouldn't fuck him. Listen, if you showed me Plain on Instagram, I'd go, I'd follow that. Yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah. I wonder if, According to the preview next week, you can see plain Jane's makeup looks like she's crying. I was going to bring up that you noticed that. Yeah, oh. which I 
it didn't look like sweat. It looked like she was crying. Coming in so from, I wonder, coming in from, yeah, when uh, they do, when they're, she still has the so sandy and grease hair. Here's she the looked thing. like she was crying. I'm so I wonder excited. what exploded in her. No, if you look at the back, Plain is having a very strong reaction to Hershey going home. Real? Oh. So she was crying. If you Hershey? look, she's like, oh. she I'm like impressed. is reacting a lot to Hershey going home. Okay. Again, I'm curious who Plain is going to be. I just have not enjoyed her in these most recent episodes. No. I also, fake. again, don't think that we should that you should send hate to Plain. Do not fucking but, do that. But the thing that I find really annoying about discourse about Plain is the amount of people who are like. Uh, the people who are defending her because there's so many bad people in the because dr- the Drag Race fans can be really sensitive about things like oh Almost the like fan base is, is so is so sensitive it's like well no Plain's just kind of annoying like Plain is just not funny or interesting there, or it, it's that this. clear difference I think Mistress Isabel Brooks really is that perfect example of there is such a strong difference between Lucy why are you standing and like <laughs> which is like the, it's so funny and like poor Lucy like couldn't catch a break no. love her dearly but there's a strong difference between that and just coming for a mandatory meeting during Untucked to say like I don't, I don't like you <laughs> I think I think you're ugly and your makeup's bad it's like okay babe Cool. Yeah, there's a very say. big difference. She even she's even I've like, known you for not, twelve hours. She's yeah. like, it's not for you to get. And she's like, Well, I'm just saying. It's like, no, you're not just saying. All I can say is that it's like, I'm not gonna lie. I was like, I was looking at a mandatory meeting and I was like, all right, you're an early out. It's fine. I now want her to like stick around out of spite. I just spite. want the I just yes. want the lip sync between the two of them. Yes. I mean, yes. The, but it might be worrying because you know you want the lip sync between the two of them, and then you get Britta versus Aiden Zane, and mm. it's like, oh no. Yeah, you know sometimes sometimes the meek one, sometimes the one who seems less experienced in drag is less experienced at drag and loses. Yeah. At the same time, uh, justice for Britta. I love Britta. Um, Hashtag justice. But um, um, so we get let's get back out of untucked. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um so the winner of this week is Nymphia Wind. I can't Ooh. argue with that. That's I really so can't. Like, don't uh, get me wrong, don't be so wrong. Safira, any other season, absolute winner. Q, any other season, absolute winner. They all three of them just delivered three. And then Dawn. Like, like again, wins. the fact that like those three and Dawn, and Dawn. are all yeah. people yeah. who would have won this challenge in other seasons is impeccable. Absolutely. Um, and yeah. I hope we get more design challenges because I think Absolute. they're really good. Absolutely. I, I hope that Q and uh, Don are fighting tooth and nail to stay until the makeover is at top six. Um, <laughs> like, I like I certainly hope we get one beforehand. I don't see a family resemblance. And then our bottom two are uh, Hershey, LaCour, Jeté, mm-hmm. and Geneva, Geneva Carr. And the lip sync song is Something by Ava Max. It um, is... Maybe you're the problem. Maybe you're the problem. Again, I think I've heard this yes. song. Uh, when when the when she did the line, it takes two to make a thing go right. I was like, oh yeah, I've heard that line in this song before. It, it's so funny because I never heard the song before. I heard it during the lip sync, and then I heard it like the grocery store, Target. Uh, <laughs> it follows. T J Max, were you? Spider Mine Hoff. Yeah. T J Max, you were a Maxinista. <laughs> and Ava Max. Ava that's what she calls her fans, I assume. <laughs> Not to miss the yeah, opportunity. opportunity. For real. Um, what do you guys think of this lip sync? I actually really liked it. I think, I, I'll be honest. That's a choice. I thought it was good, not great. Yeah. I, I kind of... I don't know. Part of me wishes that it was a double sachet. Um, really? Yeah. I. Geneva Carr just doesn't do it for me. 
Um, so I, I also just don't really care uh, how she did, but I want it in my heart of hearts. I wanted Hershey to win because I like Hershey yeah. more than So like it's taking myself out of it. I, I will say if there was a winner, it was Geneva. So yeah. here's what I'm going to say is that I think it was, I actually think it was one of those interesting things. So I was rewatching the lip sync and I noticed something. Hershey, all of the best moments of the lip sync early on that they do together, Hershey does first and Geneva copies. The it's not you, it's me is probably is the funniest thing in the entire lip sync. And it is Hershey's move that Geneva goes with. Then they both turn around together. And I think that at that point, Hershey was winning that lip sync. And then Geneva jumps into that split. And it's specifically when she does that clap on the perfect beat that she wins the lip sync. Mm. But I do not think she had won it until that moment. Yeah, it was definitely one of those lip syncs where, honestly, I'd toss it up to editing. I could not have... I I honestly thought Hershey was winning for a minute there. She definitely was. Like, Hershey's oh. good in the beginning, but Hershey didn't have anything to pull out at the end. I, I don't know. For me, it was one of those things where I just kind of saw her doing, like, her church lady thing. And I loved that. That felt like all she was doing... She did it again. It was the beginning of the lip yeah. sync, and then there was she. If she had a split or a death drop or, yeah. uh, or a cartwheel or, or a costume reveal, or maybe she takes off the pants and it turns out that she did sew it, and she has this, an identical pair of pants that she sewed <laughs> under it. Could you imagine? Oh my god, I would have been like, stop the music. Okay, we're redoing the judging real quick. <laughs> Maya, Geneva, I'm sorry. <laughs> Geneva's lip syncing was a bit more like present reacting. Yeah. I am paying attention to what's happening around me. Whereas Hershey, I think, was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And it didn't matter what was happening around her. I think Hershey extent. learned the lip sync the night before knowing that she was go- that she was wearing pants on the runway that she did not sew. Yeah. I think Geneva just showed more, was more in it. and Geneva's also a really good lip reactive. syncer. Well, it's, it's really interesting to see Geneva lip sync two episodes in a row going from top to bottom. Mm-hmm. And lose the first lip sync, win the second lip sync. Um, like it's a very it's a very interesting thing. Geneva's now put herself in a very precarious position where it's like you seemed like a front runner. You're now being pulled back. What are you like in an acting challenge? And mm-hmm. I think that I think next week is going to determine a lot for the future of Geneva and how well how viable they think she is in the competition. Yeah. I think it's also going to shake up this like clear front runner situation that that we're now because, going to comedy. Yeah, just doing like a hard turn that an um, Amanda type of character now will yeah. hopefully yeah. have more yeah. time to shine and be and show why her drag is great as well it'll Um, be like when it'll be like canada season one when lemon suddenly wins the second week yeah because she's good at that thing Mm -hmm. well one hopes Mm. but uh i'm like I'm like, do we want to do we want to go into the outro or do we want to do interview questions for? Canada? I mean, we've done interview questions. I was like, I think we've already done. Well, we could do the, I, the uh, bonus question. I was gonna say, I, I have a bonus question for you, Kayla. Okay. Who would have been your significant mother? Who would have been my significant mother? Ooh, that's Ooh. a good one. That's a good one. I am surprised no one did RuPaul. Just be- and I think because everyone was afraid that everyone was going to do RuPaul. Yeah. Yeah. But Nora think- London uh, tweeted, "If I, I I can't wait to see all the RuPaul looks uh, for a significant mother," and then going, "Well," and then tweeted, "Well." I think that is the really obvious one to some extent. That's first coming to mind. I'm trying to think of something else. You put me on the spot. Roseanne. 
<laughs> Roseanne was my favorite TV show in high school. Same. That's why he said same. that. Same. Same. <laughs> it's a great show. Like, great the show. problem is that David's actually in the minority here, and we will become a Roseanne podcast if you don't, if you don't work. I mean, I am, I'm so game. We could if we wanted to. I've never seen Roseanne, so. How? Um... I feel That's I'm surprised no one did no one did RuPaul to some extent because yeah. I think that is the very on the nose answer. I think Mother Earth executed better, better, better would have been great, like more earthy and kind of like a Evie Oddly design challenge, like like feeling. like looking like uh, like a druid maybe. almost. Yeah, like I think there could have been really great Mother or like Earth. what about if like the Raja the Raja tree look? Yeah, that done. I was like, because it's not what she did as her. Uh, that was uh, yeah, in the in the in uh, the farm called, to, uh, yeah. farm to runway. And but then, then when redemption. she recreate redemption, yeah, yeah. To me, I'm like, I think a Mother Earth really like organic yeah. feeling could have been. Beautiful. I have one that's not exactly kosher. Go for it, Mary. No, I'm surprised no one did Mary. Yeah. I'm not that surprised. I think I think that Selena. As titties uh, has soured Mother Mary for a sec. Mm. I feel like I'm missing context here. Tell me off the pod. Snatch game last season, babe. I blocked. Uh, no, that didn't happen. We didn't have a snatch game last year. Okay, we skipped that. We didn't have a snatch game. No snatch game. We had two. No Miley games. Cyrus. Uh uh-uh. uh Miley Cyrus didn't happen. No. But it's so good, Rue. Oh, and if God. you want to hear what's so good, tune in next week to our episode of This Toxic Fandom. You can follow us at social media. I'm, We're at This Toxic Fandom. I'm at Joe Lee Green Giant. Stephen Pope is at Pearl Hobbit Pope. And David Gordon is at David D.A. Gordon. And Kayla, do you have anything you'd like to promote, plug? Uh, come follow me on Instagram at Kayla Kleinman. Amazing. And if you like us, tell a friend. If you really like us, tell your friend with benefits. And if you think we're just okay, well... I guess you're in the bottom this week. <laughs> and if you think we're just so good, Rue, you can leave us a five-star ah! rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. And until next time, stay toxic. Well, I can't wait for next week's night of a thousand shares. <laughs> oh, yeah. David figured out what the runway is next week. How'd you do that? Two looks. Two, two, <laughs> I saw two looks and I went... It's I a know, night of a thousand. I know, I've seen I know that look. It's Cher. <laughs> yeah, oh it, was, it was actually incredible to watch with David. <laughs> <laughs> You're a fucking detective. A drag detective. I'm kidding. Or a really- <laughs>